Welcome to the Songwalk Echoes podcast. I'm Jeff Peterson, inviting you to join Soundwalk Echoes founder Don Prisby and me as we recall the beauty of our Catholic legacy through music, art, scripture, and story. Let's take a song walk. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt his name above all forever. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt his name above all forever. Angels of God, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless the Lord. Blessed are you, Lord God, in the firmament of heaven. We praise and exalt you above all forever. Give glory to God for his wonders abound in the earth and in the heavens. We praise and exalt you above all forever. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt his name above all forever. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt his name above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls, bless the Lord. Holy men, bless the Lord. Holy women, bless the Lord. Blessed are you, Lord God, in the firmament of heaven. We praise and exalt you above all forever. Give glory to God for his wonders abound in the earth and in the heavens. We praise and exalt you above all forever. Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord God, in the firmament of heaven. We praise and exalt you. We praise and exalt you. We praise and exalt you. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt his name above all forever. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt his name above all forever. Above all forever. Above all forever. Songwalk founder, author, songwriter, and uh, voice of choice, Don Prisby, with a song, a great song, called The Canticle of Daniel. 
an original work here, uh, composed and performed uh, to give sound to the sixth and final stage of faith that we've been exploring throughout season two here on the Songwalk Echoes podcast. As a reminder, all of our uh, Songwalk episodes, just like everything in the Songwalk Echoes platform, is presented through the four dimensions of music, art, story, and scripture. And uh, while we don't always take them in that order, Don, I love how your music uh, has really set the tone uh, for all of these uh, episodes, literally and uh, and figuratively for us. Uh, and so very grateful for that and grateful for that song. Uh, for for listeners here <clears throat> who may be listening to this at any day part, uh, Don and I happen to be uh, rec- recording this in the morning, uh, so that it's that was a perfect morning, uh, <laughs> just with with our cups Get of coffee, coffee here. Yep. Exactly, we just <laughs> great energy, and so very grateful uh, for that song, and very apropos uh, to be grateful uh, because that's what the sixth stage uh, of faith is: uh, gratitude. Uh, so tell us how, how that song, I mean, I think we can put two and two together. That's such a wonderfully happy, <laughs> thankful <laughs> song. But tell us a little bit about that song and, and how it really embodies the sixth uh, dimension of faith of gratitude. Well, good morning. And good morning. yes, it, on a very soupy, <laughs> soupy, foggy morning. Uh, yes, we're talking about gratitude today. And that is a wonderful song of gratitude, the Canticle of Daniel. And it, it's one of those canticles in the, the morning and evening prayer of the church that cycles back very frequently. So we see it a lot and we pray it a lot. And sometimes like anything, you know, you don't think about it. It's just rout yeah. or rote. But um, what a beautiful prayer of, of gratitude that is. And what a great context, um, not only for our theme of gratitude today, but we can also in this season, remember we started out with the Shema prayer mm-hmm. of you know, hero Israel, our God is one. Here's a testament of, 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 of gratitude and blessing from three Jews during the Babylonian captivity who were chosen, you know, either you praise Nebuchadnezzar, the king, or into the furnace you will go. Yeah. And the story is that they would refuse to because they, the Shema prayer, there's one God, yeah. God Almighty. They would not praise the king. So they were placed into the furnace, and those who placed them in were, yeah. were evaporated right away, but they survived. They were, not, yeah. uh, they were not touched. And their <clears throat> response, bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. It's such a testament to when we are confident in God and confident in God's provision, we'll, give, we'll be grateful rather than arrogant or self-controlling, yeah. we'll be grateful. So what a great example of, of gratitude in, in, in Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are <laughs> <or> the three. <laughs> work, yeah, working those into any kind of lyric is uh, that's, that's a that task. Would be a that, tough one. that would be a tough one. But, you know, and what I love about Song Walk, Don, is how, so we take these themes, <clears throat> I'm sorry, we take these principles here of, in this case, gratitude, and now we look at it and we listen to it, uh, in this case, through these four different dimensions of music, art, scripture, and story. And so musically, uh, let's just stay on this for a little bit, because again, I think, I think the way you, you composed that piece, uh, the way you performed it, it's such a great demonstration of the range um, and, and, the, and the, um, the, the plethora of things to be grateful for. I mean, so, so <clears throat> and again, I'm not super... Uh, qualified to get into this level of musicology, but you know, as I was just as I was listening 
to that song, you know, first of all, you've got the, just the overall happiness, okay, the tonality mm-hmm. of it, you know, whether it's in the key, but also, as I mentioned, the range, you know, the, you, you know, you've got, uh, you've got key changes, you've got your own vocal range, you know, that, that's of all the songs that we've heard uh, throughout these first two seasons. I think that's probably demonstrating the most vocal range of, of music that you've shared. Um, the, the playing style, you know, you go from the picking in the, in the beginning, and then you're strumming, you know, kind of towards the, the end, and then you come back. So talk about how, so anyway, as a listener, I, and, 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 and matching that up then to this theme of gratitude, it's like, yeah, we have so much to be grateful for, and there's so many, um, there's so many ways to express gratitude how how natural was did that just come out in this song or as you're composing it you're like you know what no there's we're we're gonna I'm gonna throw a lot in here you know so that there's a lot for people to hook on to well you know me Jeff I'm a pretty even keeled person I'm not all (laughs) excitable so this is a real challenge for me that the song called me to such levels of joy where you have the syncopation of the beginning you have dynamics of Blessed are you, Lord God, in the firmament yeah. of heaven. It's, it just brings out joy. Yeah. So the song really calls me every time I sing it to come out of myself, but doesn't gratitude beautiful. now that I think about that. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, that's it's great. Well, it's a, it's a perfect, perfect tone setter uh, <clears throat> for this episode, as I, as I mentioned. So let's segue then into, um, into the art. And, you know, John, we've, and as our listeners have, have been with us in season two, uh, you, you've, you've stretched us, you've taken some liberties here with how we um, uh, define art and how, and which is wonderful. That's what art is. It can be, it can be contextualized in a variety of ways. So we've talked about uh, the Wizard of Oz this season. We've talked about, we had poetry, we've had um, the Mayo Clinic, you know, as a as an as an example of artistic sort of whatever fortitude or power, and today uh, I think you have outdone yourself uh, <laughs> on the stretching of this, but I think you have uh, you have hit it out of the park, if you will, uh, in identifying um, you know an entity that I don't know that a lot of our listeners would necessarily associate with gratitude uh, for some long suffering fans. Uh, of the Boston Red Sox. So tell us about what's going on in that mind of Don Frisbee here to make the connection with gratitude to the Red Sox. Well, we really have taken a stretch this season too. Really, we're trying to establish these six principles of, of vocation, conversion, mission, transformation, providence, and gratitude. And in order to kind of apply them later in a religious context, I felt it important to establish them with secular references so that we could understand them and see them in our our normal day-to-day lives. Then, you know, next season when we look at them in the Mass and season four looking at them in the Lord's Prayer, um, we'll be able to to make that leap, I think, once we establish it here. So here we are talking about gratitude. And why would I pick the Boston Red Sox? (laughs) Well, I think the Boston Red Sox and any of you who are from New England and are part of the Bo- the Red Sox nation would appreciate this. You know, the curse of the Bambino, yeah. where the Red Sox waited year after year after year. Would we ever get to the World Series and win it? And certainly they did, um, you know, finally in 2004, um, after those many, many decades of waiting. So I, I wanted to... Uh, 
if we look at them and look at the comparison of, of the, the opening song of, yeah. of, of victory through tribulation, right? Um, <clears throat> it seemed to me a very good secular reference to let's look at, at ball teams like, um, well, nearby our own Chicago Cubs yeah. in, the, in a few states away <clears throat> and the Boston Red Sox who waited so many years to, to taste that victory. Yeah. Now, um, I know a lot of folks from New England, they're either very reserved or maybe a, a little fanatical. But um, what is our response when we, when we go through trial and we go through great expectations of wanting to win and not having won, mm. but we stick to our mission, we stick to our, in, in this case, the perfection of professional sports to be able to execute well and to become champions. And what is the response? You know, for you and I in our, in our lives, many times the response can be arrogance. Look what we did. Yeah. Look what I accomplished. Yeah. But could it not also be gratitude? Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt him for all now yeah. and forever. I'm not saying that that's being sung down, down by Fenway. <laughs> <laughs> but it is an invitation to all of us as we look at <clears throat> at examples like the Red Sox and the Cubs to uh, spend all those years in diligence and in mission to, to do what they were set out to do and to have done it. Yeah. What is our response? Is it, is it self-congratulations or is it gratitude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a, is it a well, it's about time, you know, yeah. or is it, uh, you know, I'm reminded of a, of a sign that um, uh, the girls and I um, saw years ago. I was driving them out to a, a volleyball game in greater Minnesota back when they were in middle school. And mm-hmm. so we're traveling out and uh, along the back roads of, of, of Minnesota and past this old country church. And it had one of those um, signs, you know, in the, in the front, you know, where a lot of times they'll, they'll have like the times for the mass. And then a lot of times uh, churches will use that real estate to communicate like a message, like mm-hmm. an inspirational little mm-hmm. thing, kind of thing. And, uh, and so I love those things. And so we're driving and you see the sign. And on the sign, it says, pray until something happens. I thought, you know, what a great sentiment around perseverance and around. And so when I think of, you know, the Red Sox and, or any, or anything, whether it's in sports where, you know, yeah, you're, 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 you're the perseverance, the persistence, the, the belief the you know, that you just have <clears throat> and until something happens, like don't give up. And then when, when whatever does happen, you know, I love what you're saying here, which is like, well, then just remember, like, be, be grateful. Like, if that was what all that work was for. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, don't, don't let it, don't leave it hanging, you know, at the end. Take the time then to celebrate and to give, give thanks. Because again, you know, pray until something, something will happen. You know, you just gotta, sometimes it's not, it's never, it's never on our timetable. It's on God's. I love that thought, and it really does summarize our second season. Yeah. If we think back to the very beginning of season two when we talked about vocation, you know, okay, I'm called, and conversion, how do I respond to that? Yeah. Mission, where, how am I being sent? Transformation to transform the world and, and maybe to be transformed. And then providence, you know, what are those times when we're just out of energy and out of courage, but something, a person or an event or God Almighty provides for us mm. to be able to do it? And then what is our response? Gratitude. Yeah. What's the phrase again? Pray 
until something, until something happens. happens yeah. um, what a yeah. great summation yeah. of the entire well, yeah. episode. <laughs> well, hey, moving to the scripture uh, passage, which is uh, appropriately uh, persistent as well as it relates to gratitude. I love this. this is from Daniel uh, chapter three, verses fifty-seven through eighty-eight. And so, no, I'm not going to read. <laughs> I'm not going to read all thirty verses. But what I love about and it's interesting. So, I actually did a little bit of geeky sort of like research here. So, the word gratitude. Mm. Okay, well, trivia here for all of our listeners. Uh, you know, how many times do you think the word gratitude appears in the Bible? It appears 157 times. Okay, mm. in the Bible, which is twice as many times as the word thanks or thanksgiving. Hmm. Uh, that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, and so there's, so there's, so the, uh, the Bible is not lack for references to gratitude and verses, uh, scripture that you could have chosen, but you chose uh, this passage from Daniel, this very long passage from Daniel, but wonderfully long, um, because it, I think, as I read it, it, it again conveys this. It's the it's the persistence, this depth, this plethora of being grateful for everything. So I'm not going to read this whole thing. I'm just going to kind of skip around here. But starting on with verse 57, bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord, sing praise to him and exalt him forever. Skip down to 62. Bless the Lord, sun and moon, sing praise to him and highly exalt him forever. Skip to 66. Bless the Lord, fire and heat, sing praise to him and highly exalt him forever. 73. Bless the Lord, lightnings and clouds, sing praise to him and highly exalt him forever. 76, bless the Lord, all that grows in the ground, sing praise to him, and highly exalt him forever. 79, bless the Lord, you whales, you whales, <laughs> and all that swim in the waters, sing praise to him, and highly exalt him forever. We're almost done. 82, bless the Lord, all people on earth, sing praise to him, and highly exalt him forever. I'm getting a rhythm here, everybody. And finally, 87, bless the Lord, all you who are holy and humble in heart, sing praise to him, and highly exalt him forever, for he has rescued us, from Hades and saved us from the power of death and delivered us from the midst of the burning fiery furnace from the midst of the fire he has delivered us and so you can imagine and I encourage everybody to go get your bible and read all 30 verses all 31 verses because when you and when you just heard me you know um, crib some of those you get a sense for the for the first the, the again the length the persistence the cadence you know, always coming back to sing praise to him and highly exalt him forever. It's a wonderful bit of just writing. I mean, even if you just looked at it as mm-hmm. prose, I mean, what a that that's just well constructed um, text there. Yes. Um, so, talk a little bit more about 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 how you chose this. Obviously, it fits with the song and and, and Daniel overall, but just it's just a, such a great passage for us to to pray over uh, with gratitude. Sure, you you indicate the rhythm of the piece itself. And it's also inserted into the rhythm of the prayer of the church. Yeah. So, uh, you know, when we when we pray the office, we see that often. So it's part of the rhythm of your prayer. And um, it like anything that you see all the time, all of a sudden it might call out to you one day that pay attention to this. And that's that's what happened for me, is just looking at it again and seeing the the beauty of the prayer itself and then the context of it, what it meant for um, the, the, the commitment to faith that it expressed and that it's part of the, the church's rhythm and prayer that happens yeah. day by day by day. So it just called out to be yeah. 
written and um well in the range everything from yeah from whales to you know people to lightning to and you really can't you can't be grateful enough for enough you know yes. there's everything like just yes. you don't even have to aim just look around and be grateful you know right and let's put that idea into let's go back to season one when we talked about um making space for grace yeah you know, gratitude and grace etymologically are related. You know, sure. grace meaning, you know, a gifting, uh, a gratitude, a gifting. So when, when we are gracious and when we show gratitude, it can be an act of, of volition, right? You and I can decide we're going to be grateful today. Mm-hmm. But if we've made space for grace, mm-hmm. right, when, when we've aligned ourselves with the Father and conformed to Jesus— and made space for grace when that when there's opportunity in us to see goodness and to be goodness gratitude also may just well out of our hearts yeah. because we've made space for it yeah. so gratitude can be uh, it can be a volitional act but it can also be part of who you are mm. um, as we grow in holiness we we make that space for grace Make that space for gratitude. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That's just beautiful. Yeah, very organic almost. What well, talk about you? You mentioned arrogance earlier, um, and how um, whether it's with the Red Sox fans or, or, or in other things. Um, talk about that because you you bring that this up as we talk about like the story here, um, and and the and the uh, not even a balance. There's just no there's no room for arrogance with gratitude. But talk about the. The, maybe the risk, the riskiness of 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 um, kind of stepping over the line from gratitude and into arrogance, as maybe I'm guessing it's something that maybe we think we're entitled to, or or, or that it was of our of our doing, uh, any of this of our doing versus versus the Lord's. Talk about gratitude versus arrogance. I think it's a thin line. Yeah, I think we can move into arrogance rather quickly. Uh, especially when we're doing something that we love and something that we're impassioned about, something that to, in which we, we invest our entire, entire selves, um, the opportunity to be arrogant about that is, it seems to me razor thin. Yeah. And, and we need to be aware and, and continue to be aware that the missions um, upon which we are sent um, are not our missions. They're, they're God's. We're, we're carrying that out. And we need to be good at it. We need to work to be perfect. We need to be champions at what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have to be aware that to be, gra- to be gracious in that and to show gratitude versus arrogance. Um, I've had to work a lot of that in my own life, and I've done that through a tool of the church called the Examine which mm. is an opportunity to look at one's life at intervals to say, what are the patterns of my life? And, and, I, and I've had to look at that for myself. Are my patterns in the last 8 to 12 hours ones of graciousness and gratitude or ones of arrogance? And darn it, do I find <laughs> arrogance yeah. often rearing its head? So it, it we need to be disciplined in that in terms of of developing a disposition of, of of gratitude because i think the tendency to be arrogant 
and to be self-centered is a very easy mm-hmm. um, comportment or or disposition to fall into. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's true. And I love the, I do love the discipline of things like the exam and <clears throat> where it challenges us to literally stop throughout the day or at the very least at the end of the day <clears throat> and intentionally reflect back on all of those moments and the times and what our responses were. You know, I think that's how we, because I don't think, I think you're right. I don't think this happens by accident. I think, I think by grace, gratitude, uh, there, it's there, but I, but I think, and this is the beauty of free will, you know, our God is a gentleman and he invites us to, um, to be grateful, but he doesn't force us to be grateful, you know, doesn't, doesn't make us be thankful. Doesn't make us thank him for everything. Right. He could, he can do anything he wants, right, right. <laughs> um, but he opens that up for us and, and, and invites us to exercise that free, that free will to be grateful. Sure. And as we're looking now at, at finishing season two with one more episode to summarize all of this and looking back to the beginning of our project together, you know, Jeff, we, we really started in a presuming we're in a, a sense of chaos, right? Yeah. Where how, how morally centered, how, how do we become morally centered? How do we make the decisions that we make? How do I um, distinguish my life as a non-believer to someone within the Catholic tradition? Yeah. You know, I don't think we're capable of doing all of that, but we tried. We tried to say, well, we do that by first acknowledging, you know, that we have free will and that we're made in the image and likeness of God. So aligned to, to God the Father through conscience to choose good over evil, conform to Jesus in our tradition through the Beatitudes, make space for grace, you know, as yeah. it's being also made in us. Um, how can we, who can we look to? Mary as a model of magnanimity, of, of being ready for the call of God, and then to exercise the virtues that the Catholic Church gives us through St. Thomas Aquinas, particularly prudence. So we attempted to, out of chaos, to provide a roadmap for people to be able to orient their lives to a moral centeredness. Mm -hmm. And now, over this past season, we've looked at the six dynamics in our lives of, of, again, vocation, conversion, mission, transformation, providence, and gratitude. Um, and here we are talking about gratitude. Yeah. Um, we, The discipline of our spiritual lives um, hopefully makes us people of gratitude. Yeah, well, it's a great, it's a perfect dimension uh, or dynamic to wrap up uh, season two. So why don't you help us wrap up this episode with our echo point, which is, uh, you know, the, the, the kind of the challenge that we put down on the hot seat to take all of this great theology and spirituality and reflection and grace apropos today, for sure, and boil it down into one point, one, one main thing that you'd, you'd kind of invite us all to reflect on over this next week and pray over as it relates specifically to gratitude. What would that be? Let's call these... A- Let's let's call this a Red Sox moment. <laughs> let's spend some time this week thinking about those things that we're passionate about 
and those things in which we've invested and those journeys that we're walking right now. And, and let's be ready for the time when we do experience success and we do experience the perfection of our work. Perfection actually being made, meaning to be made, to be made whole, perfect. Mm -hmm. Let's think about when that might come and be ready for it anticipate that success but also be ready to be grateful mm. versus self-adulating yeah so let, let's just imagine that and take some time to be ready to be grateful i think that's great that is great full advice and a great <laughs> point there all right so uh, thanks everybody for tuning in to this this uh, almost final episode of season two of the Songwalk Echoes podcast. Uh, but uh, we've got one more to go. So, uh, so sit tight and we will wrap her up here on the next episode. But in the meantime, keep a song walk in your own heart for the beauty and the brilliance of our Catholic faith. You've been listening to the Songwalk Echoes podcast. For small group resources related to this podcast and more, visit songwalkechoes.com.